Egypt goes to the polls today, Tuesday, January 14th. This is The World. Egyptians are voting on a draft constitution, their first time at the polls since the country's first freely elected president was ousted. Meanwhile, in a Syrian town, activists find the strength to kick out the jihadists. One of the activists from Kafrembel was telling me, which I loved, is that we have been living in a dictatorship for the last 50 years, and there's a little tyrant inside every one of us. And later, thieves in London make off with a tiny and invaluable water lily. Unlike stealing a painting, which gives you one painting, if you steal a rare flower, you have the potential to make lots of flowers and make lots of money. Plus, Belgian-style Trappist beer made in New England. Support for PRI's The World comes from Medtronic Philanthropy, expanding access to chronic disease care for the underserved by supporting organizations and communities where they live and work, such as Memphis-based Church Healthcare Center. You can learn more at MedtronicPhilanthropy.com. I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. After three years of upheavals, Egypt is voting on a new constitution this week. The military-installed government is hoping the referendum will give it a popular mandate, something it's lacked since the army ousted the freely elected government of Mohamed Morsi last summer. Since then, Morsi's Muslim Brotherhood has been outlawed as a terrorist organization, and Morsi himself sits in jail. Voting in the referendum is taking place today and tomorrow. The Brotherhood is calling for a boycott. H.A. Hellier is a non-resident fellow at the Brookings Institution. What does it feel like to be in Cairo today? I mean, we've been hearing uh, streets plastered with posters calling on voters to say yes to the Constitution and no to terrorism. That's pretty much the framing that has been pushed for the past few weeks. The, the vote isn't really on the Constitution in terms of the actual document. It's very much about other issues, uh, stability, uh, moving forward on the economy, uh, support for the military, opposition to the brotherhood, opposition to terrorism, you know. Um, And incidentally, on the other side, it's the same thing. The brotherhood isn't pretending that they're opposed to this constitution on the basis of its articles, uh, but by the process itself, saying, no, we already have a constitution, we're not interested in this one. And participation in the referendum itself is recognizing the the coup that led to the ouster of Mohamed Morsi, and that's uh, that's not acceptable. Hence, we are not going to participate, let alone say no. So, what exactly is on the line for Egypt with this voting today and tomorrow? It's the first chance for the military-backed interim government to actually say, "Look, we've called a vote as part of this roadmap." And look, we've gotten great turnout. We've gotten a yes vote. Uh, nobody expects, incidentally, that it won't be a yes vote. But the uh, the turnout is very important. The, the better the turnout, then the better the result for the government. So General Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, he's clearly the most powerful person in Egypt today. What's at stake for him in this vote? Uh, he came out very strongly a few days ago saying that, I mean, he implied this. He wasn't quite so blunt, but implied that if there were good yes vote with good turnout, then he would regard that as a mandate for him to then run for the presidency. Um, I think if he were to do that, then he would win. Do you have a sense of which way the U.S. would like to see this vote go, aside from fair? 
well, aside from fair, is very interesting because people usually talk about free and fair elections, right? So it is very likely that the next couple of days we will see free elections in the sense that there won't be widespread fraud and ballot box stuffing and things like that. I don't anticipate that, frankly. It could happen, but that's not what I'm thinking of. Um, fair is a totally different issue, and I doubt very much that anybody could consider this to be fair, considering how difficult it was to campaign for a no vote. I don't, uh, I don't see the Obama administration having uh, much of a preference in that regard. I think that their preferences have, have been overlooked and ignored, pretty much. So I think it is very difficult for people to, to imagine a situation where the American administration would be able to, to push this one way or the other. A.J. Hellier is a non-resident fellow at the Brookings Institution. He's been speaking with us from Cairo. I appreciate your thoughts. Thanks a lot. Thank you. In Syria, the battle among rebel groups continues. The more moderate groups are pushing back against the extremist factions that control many areas now. Today, we zero in on Kafran Bel, a town known as the creative hub of Syria's revolution. The town's